Coming up on this edition of Out of the Blue from Middle Tennessee State University, we talk about student leadership and honor societies on the MTSU campus, specifically Phi Kappa Phi and Omicron Delta Kappa, two great organizations. Also, we introduce you to the new student body president, Chelsea Moore. I'm Andrew Oppman, and this is Out of the Blue. Phi Kappa Phi is one of the most prestigious honoraries on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. And here to tell us all about what this honorary does and some of the advantages of membership and the service it provides is Dr. Maria Bachman. Dr. Bachman is a professor of English in our College of Liberal Arts, and she is the chapter president. Welcome. Thank you, Andrew. Happy to be here today. Well, it's an honor to have you on the show. It's the honor to talk about Phi Kappa Phi to those who may not be familiar with it. Tell us about the national organization and the local chapter. Well, on the national level, um, the organization, the, the society, the Honor Society of Phi Kappa Phi was actually founded back in 1897. Um, and it is considered the um, nation's oldest and most prestigious or most selective all academic or all discipline honor society. Um, currently, there are 325 chapters across the United States, as well as the Philippines. And our own chapter here at MTSU was established well over 20 years ago. I believe it was 1987. The Society's mission and motto, which really guides everything that we do and believe in, is um, let the love of learning rule humanity. And as I said, that kind of guides what we're all about. Um, briefly, as I mentioned, it's a... Um, it's an academic honor society, so admission is based on, well, first of all, membership is invitation only. Membership is extended to the top 10% of seniors as well as graduate students and the top 7.5% to um, students who are juniors. Professional staff as well as uh, faculty who have achieved academic distinction are also eligible for membership. Well, Professor, can you describe the relationship between your chapter and the Honors College? I know there's, a, there's quite a few connections between the two. Yeah, absolutely. We work very closely with the Honors College. We're actually housed in the Honors College. Um, our immediate past president, Dr. Philip Phillips, who is Associate Dean of the Honors College, had been president for two consecutive terms, so eight years, guiding the chapter and is really responsible for a good deal of its success. Dean John Vile also serves on the executive board. He's an officer. Frankly, if it weren't for the support of the Honors College, um, Phi Kappa Phi might not nearly be as successful as it is. But it's important to point out that students who are initiated into Phi Kappa Phi are not solely from the Honors College. They come from across the university. And as I mentioned at the outset, um, we are an all-discipline academic honor society. So we do represent all the colleges across campus. Professor, give me a sense of some of the service projects that the chapter has initiated. What are a few of the things that come to mind when you're when you're telling those stories? Okay, sure. Yeah, in addition to you know academic excellence, uh, one of the key functions of Phi Kappa Phi are our um, service engagements, um, providing both leadership and service opportunities to our students. And we regularly, Phi Kappa Phi regularly partners with other student organizations and honor societies across campus in um, such endeavors as Relay for Life, which is a um, American Cancer Society um, activity fundraiser. Um, our student leaders, our student vice presidents are generally responsible for spearheading various service initiatives each year. And currently um, in the midst of this pandemic, which is really quite extraordinary to have any level of activity in any student organization, our student leaders are working on a project that they hope 
they've begun kind of the background work on, but it is a literacy initiative partnering with MTSU's stormwater um, program for environmental health and safety. And this is a project geared towards or designed for environmental literacy. So our students are um, working on creating PSAs, or public service announcements, or environmental literacy videos to spread awareness and education regarding um, environmental pollution, as well as protecting our local streams and waterways, as well as water quality. So it, as I said, it's particularly extraordinary that, you, that we could have any level of student involvement as I said, in the midst of the pandemic, when many students are just overwhelmed with academic obligations and are not even on campus as much as they would be. The organization has also partnered with ODK on a project among student leaders, setting up a uh, leadership library across campus, too. And I know that's in the works as well. Well, the, all of those sound terrific, and it does sound like all of your... Uh activities have a nice core of not only service but connection to the campus which is wonderful what's the elevator pitch for phi kappa phi why why should this be one of the choices i make if i'm a student that's been given this invitation to join well sure and the elevator pitch and really the truth of the matter is this is um the nation's oldest and most selective all academic honor society um, and so it has a lot of recognition it has a rich history. And again, because it is an all academic honor society, it re really spans across professional opportunities and networking with people outside of your own discipline. I would just say the prestige of, of Phi Kappa Phi more so. And I don't want to, I also serve as a faculty advisor for another honor society on campus. So I certainly wouldn't want to diminish the importance and the, um, the recognition of those other honor societies. But you could take a discipline-specific honor society. If you are in a professional um, or another organization, that might not have the same recognition. Someone might say, what is Sigma Tau Delta? We don't know what that is. But again, Phi Kappa Phi, most people are going to know that. Mm -hmm. You know, another really significant or notable part of Phi Kappa Phi membership are the access to really the robust award scholarships and fellowships um, offered by the national organization. Well over a million dollars is awarded in, uh, to graduate fellowships, study abroad um, grants, dissertation fellowships. Also, there are um, member and local chapter awards, as well as grants for local, national, and um, international literacy initiatives, as I mentioned earlier. In fact, in 2019, so just last year, one of our students won a prestigious fellowship and we had three additional study abroad grants for students studying in Japan, Russia, and Israel. And just a brief note, if I can just, um, so this is a shout out to one of our students. So the student who won the prestigious fellowship, his name's Robert Owen, um, he's a biology major. He was a transfer fellow in the Honors College, um, and he's now in medical school at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. And he had been a very active student vice president of Phi Kappa Phi did all sorts of things, and again, was one of the fellowship winners. So those are not only pretty good odds, because it's it's an honor to be nominated. Not everyone gets nominated, but there's several of these fellowships, and we've performed well, which really speaks well about the strength of this chapter. Well, Professor, can you talk about the circle of excellence honors that the national organization bestows upon chapters? Because I think 
we've got a pretty good story to tell, don't we? Yes, the National Honor Society of Phi Kappa Phi has a, um, or recognizes outstanding chapters each year with their Circle of Excellence Award Program. It is a program that is, is fairly new. It's just been going on for four years, but I am very proud to say that um, chapter 246 of Phi Kappa Phi, our MTSU chapter, has won each year in a row either platinum or gold awards for our extraordinary um, outreach activities, for our initiation efforts, as well as our promotion of um, academic excellence. So we're really proud of that. Um, and again, that really does put us on a national map. Oh, that's fantastic. And the consistency of that is wonderful too. Professor Bachman, President of Phi Kappa Phi, uh, one of the prestigious honorees on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. Professor, thank you for being our first guest of Out of the Blue. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Wherever you're from, không biết bạn là ai. No matter who you are, at a Middle Tennessee State University. You are welcome here. Middle Tennessee State University offers more than 100 master's and doctoral degrees designed for working professionals. Many of MTSU's graduate programs are offered partially or completely online. More information is available at mtsu.edu slash graduate. As a member of this diverse community, I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. come from everywhere. Vietnam. My family is originally from Pakistan. Mexico City. I'm a Nashville native. I come from Kenya, East Africa. Um, 
जहां भी जाए पेरो सिंपरे स्तरे मुसरगुयोसोस टू कॉल एमसीएसयू होम एट मिडल टेनसी स्टेट यूनिवर्सिटी यू आर वेलकम हियर Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Ottman, and we're continuing this special episode of the show, focusing on student leadership and honor societies. Next up, Omicron Delta Kappa, the leadership honorary on the MTSU campus. Susan Lyons serves as a chapter coordinator. She's also the honors coordinator for University Honors College. Welcome to the program, Susan. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for having me. I'm very proud of ODK. I'm a proud member. My daughter Emily, also a proud member. So let's talk about. ODK what makes it different and special than perhaps some of the other honorees on campus The other honor honor societies focus more on your grade point average they look for high academic achievement ODK also looks for high academic achievement but we have a leadership component that the others do not We want students who not only are succeeding academically, but they're also making a difference on their campus and their community. We focus on five phases of the campus community: athletics, scholarship, creative and performing arts, mass communication, campus, and community service. And of course, like uh, like Phi Kappa Phi, there's a nice connection between ODK and the Honors College. I know you have a, a very important job in the Honors College. Why is it important for the Honors College to be involved in these organizations? Well, I think we see a majority of these students who have 3.5 and above GPAs. So, we make face contact with them, we can discuss these opportunities with them, and generally they're quite frankly successful on campus and in the community. Um they are natural leaders, so it's kind of easy pickings in the Honors College. Our job is to go out and look for leaders that are elsewhere on the campus because there are many of them, and we don't want to leave them out as well. Well, Susan, I think you do a great job in uh, collecting members from all walks of the campus, particularly the diversity of the organization's membership is very, very strong. But I also appreciate the diversity of the service that you offer to the campus. Unlike a lot of organizations that are more focused just internally on what's going to be happening. in their meetings and their particular individual organizations ODK is looking to talk about leadership in a broader sense can you talk about some of the examples that you've put forth like true blue leadership day absolutely so our job as leaders on campus is to collaborate with the whole campus and with other organizations on campus so we hold events like true blue leadership day that include everyone on campus so we bring in five speakers uh, diverse speakers leaders that come from different walks of life could be nonprofit could be judicial law medical you know and then of course business leaders so we want to expose our entire student body to all kinds of leaders because everyone can be a leader you don't have to have the title of leader to be a leader and that's kind of what we want to show our students and to teach our students so Talk me through the membership process. How do you find ODK members? Is it something that I apply to, 
or is this something that you find me? Actually, both. I draw from students who have a 3.5 or above grade point average. I can pull those lists so I know who they are. I go to the academic advisors and I ask their opinions of the students that they know who's involved and who would be a good member. They give me recommendations. I also get faculty recommendations. Um, and then I have students who just contact me to join because we have a website presence and they can contact me as well. You've had success not only on campus, but also in the national organization. Can you talk about some of those ties that our circle has had in the national ODK organization? One of our founding mem members, Matthew Hibden, who works on campus, in the College of Liberal Arts, he was very instrumental in getting our chapter back in 2010. And as a result of that, he served on many national committees as a student, and then as a staff member on campus. Eventually, he went to work for them in Lexington, Virginia. So we have very strong ties with the national organization. Well, Susan, I know you're planning for the future and we're in a brand new year and we've got a new semester starting up. What are the things that we should look forward to, to seeing out of ODK in the spring 2021 semester? What I'm most excited about is our new initiative, the ODK Leadership Lending Library. This was an idea that came from a student, Nathan Wall. He actually had an idea to start little libraries, those little lending libraries you see around town. That kind of turned into a, hey, this could be something really good for our campus and our students. So the ODK Leadership Library is something that we're very proud to start. We have received donations of books across campus on all kinds of leadership topics, specifically written about leadership. And then we also have books written on current and relevant leaders. We're stressing multicultural, diverse topics. We want to make sure that we have something for everyone on our campus because we are a broad access, diverse campus. Well, that sounds terrific. And if I wanted to find out more about ODK, where do I go? You contact me, susan.lyons at mtsu.edu, or you can go to the honors webpage at mtsu.edu slash honors, and we have a location there that you can click on and contact us. And Susan, since you mentioned honors, before you go, so many great things come out of our honors college in ODK and, and Phi Kappa Phi are among them. Why is it important for honors college to be involved in such initiatives? In general, honors students tend to be out there already serving as leaders in many different capacities on our campus. And so we need these students to go out and get other students that maybe it doesn't come as naturally to. And so I think the Honors College is a great place to start and house these organizations with these students who are already so effective in these areas. Well, Susan Lyons, Honors Coordinator for University Honors College, Chapter Coordinator for Omicron Delta Kappa Leadership Honorary. Thank you for coming on the program and telling us all about ODK. Great, thanks for having me, Andrew. And we'll be right back. Wherever you're from, no matter who you are, at a Middle Tennessee State University, 
ยินดีต้อนรับสู่บ้านที่อบอุ่นค่ะ You are welcome here Blue Raiders come from everywhere. Vietnam. My family is originally from Pakistan. Mexico City. I'm a Nashville native. I come from Kenya, East Africa. Hum, jahan bhi jaye, pero siempre estaremos orgullosos. To call MTSU home. At Middle Tennessee State University, you are welcome here. I am True Blue. As a member of this diverse community, I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career, or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Ottman, and we're continuing our special episode of Out of the Blue, focusing on student leadership and honor societies. And of course, when we talk about student leadership, we have to start at the top. And it's my pleasure to introduce to our audience our new student body president, Chelsea Moore. Chelsea, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. Well, Chelsea, you're taking office uh, of the student body president. At the end of fall 2020 semester, rather than in April, which normally is when we see a change in administration. Walk us through the process. Trustee Delaney McDonald was the former student body president. Her term was extended, and uh, then you step forward and, and put your name into the hat, right? Yes, that is correct. Dr. Kelly and SGA president at the time, McDonald, they came to the decision um, that they would have the elections. Postpone into the fall semester. Some schools were doing virtual elections, but they wanted to push it off and just give us the chance or seek for an opportunity to possibly um, be in person and do elections that way. And I know that was a risky thing to do because it took so many folks to agree and and so many moving parts. But now here you are, our new student body president. A shorter term, right? Because your term will will still end in April, like it would have before. Correct. Yes, it will end in April now. So, what are you going to do with your time in office for the spring 2021 semester to serve students during this pandemic? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is um, pre-plan for the semester, the semester, um, and 
that comes with working during December, working during January, and get the ball get the ball rolling when um, January 25th comes. The thing I've told my advisor and what I've told the exec board, work on ideas, work on ideas, work on ideas. Um, I've told senators, come up with legislation, have everything pre-planned before the semester comes and plan for anything now. And um, I think that's the best encouragement I, you know, I could give my advisor and I can give my executive board and senators as well. The student body president is afforded a seat at the president's cabinet meeting, which the president describes as the leadership body of the university. I mean, you're sitting there with the provost, the vice presidents, some of the other key administrators of the campus. I don't think you had a lot of prep. It was sort of like, here you are, let's get to work. Uh, How did that feel? So the first meeting, I was actually pretty shocked. Um, I honestly thought that I was just, you know, not just a, not just to stand there, sit there and just listen, but I thought it was honestly more of like a, okay, I listen to what administration has going on and, you know, I report back to the SGA executive board, but boy, was I in for something different. I was asked questions. What do you think, Chelsea? What do you think the students are thinking right now? What's going on with the students? Actually, me speaking up and saying what's going on with the students and how the students are feeling actually made change this past semester. It's, it was very, very shocking to me that I actually had so much input, but I'm glad that I, that students can have a seat at tables like that, at cabinet um, meetings, have that opportunity to do that, and also have the opportunity to be at seats like the Board of Trustees as well. Well, I was in the meeting when the focus turned to you, Chelsea, and I didn't see any hesitation. You jumped right in. I thought you did a fantastic job. Um, before we wrap things up, Chelsea, uh, was there any shout outs you wanted to give to your administrative team that I know just like you had to hit the ground running and try to get things organized as quickly as possible? Yes. So I would love to um, give a shout out to my executive board as a whole, especially to Seneca Robertson, the vice president of marketing. She hit the ground running and had to plan student appreciation week, which is known as SAW. And we planned that in actually just about two weeks when we have when we officially got into office. We planned it in just about two weeks and she hit the ground running. She got the week planned out. We had a little, um, you know, the weather was messing up. And so we had to postpone some events. But we got the job done. We got hand sanitizer, mask, and um, a few other necessities related to COVID-19 out to the student body. Super proud of her and my executive board who helped her out to plan that week of events and making that week of events virtually, you know, impactful and socially distant as well. Huge shout out to June Anderson Center for doing for letting us collaborate with you all with doing Thankful Thursday, Dimitri Namajo, he's the philanthropic coordinator. He did a wonderful job with um, going to get the goods that we needed, getting the word out and getting that, um, getting students necessities such as food ready um, post Thanksgiving, well, pre-Thanksgiving, excuse me. So huge shout out to the executive board as a whole, like we're working so hard and shout out to Dr. Danny Kelly. Students may not hear his name as much as they need to, but that is the person who, helps us to make sure that we're make, making sure that we're getting our job done, making sure that we're focusing on the right mission of SGA. So I appreciate him for helping us transition into our roles in short notice. President Chelsea Moore, pride of West Tennessee, coming on the True Blue campus and serving at a crucial, crucial time at the university representing our students. Chelsea, thanks for coming on the show and congratulations to you. Thank you. 
And that does wrap up this edition of Out of the Blue. A reminder to find news about the campus 24 hours a day, go to our website, mtsunews.com. You can also follow us on social media, specifically Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Finally, for news and updates regarding the university's response to the COVID-19 crisis, go to mtsu.edu slash coronavirus. I'm Andrew Ottman. Stay safe, stay on course, and remain true blue. Out of the Blue is broadcast on Murfreesboro Cable Channel 9, Monday through Sunday, 7 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. News Channel 5 Plus and MTSU student station MT10. It's also available on other cable outlets in Middle Tennessee, so check your local listings. Out of the Blue is a production of MTSU's Division of Marketing and Communications and MTSU Audiovisual Services and the College of Education. Copyright 2021, all rights reserved.